Yeah. All right. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to God's Best Kids podcast. I am joined by, for the seventh week in a row, Ophium. Feels like the thousandth. Um, Thanks. No, in a good way. In a good way. In a good way. Time goes by. Uh, Yeah, I'm glad to be here once again, G. Nice to be here. This How are you? Didn't well. I'm good. A bit overworked. I think we both might be. This almost didn't happen because of how hectic our schedules are. In less than twenty four hours, I'm gonna have to do all of the editing. Plus, I've also got a job interview to go to. All the best. And some tennis to play, obviously. Um, but I, I think I want to start with a bit of housekeeping. Of yeah. So, the most views we've had on an episode so far was fifty, and that was like after a week or so. I woke up, up right now. It's crazy. Woke up Thursday morning after a Wednesday, like the six p.m. post as always, and we had one hundred and seventy-four views or something like. Or it started at seventy-four, and we're now at one hundred and ninety. Which, okay. Isn't a lot, but for us, like, I just That's don't, I don't understand YouTube enough to know what happened last week for us to just that triple in growth. What can I say, man? But thank you for everyone. Characters. Characters. Thank you for everyone who did watch it, obviously. But yeah, shout out you. Only one of you subscribed, so. I'm going to have to say more of you should follow that, whoever that person is, because they get even more thanks. Um, open question. Open question. I've got to ask you to start this off, though, is what do you think of the World Cup so far? Um, I've personally, I've personally enjoyed it. Like, who wouldn't enjoy it? I'm a football fan, so of course I enjoy it. Um, I saw like um, it's had more draws than the previous World Cup, which is five nil nil draws, like nil nil draws mm-hmm. than the previous World Cup. Which obviously it makes sense, but like that kind of doesn't like make it feel like a World Cup for me personally. But like I can't blame the teams, kind of thing. Um, obviously there's. It's played midway through a season, so like obviously players are going to be reserving themselves, conserving their energy, kind of things. They all want to be fit for the rest of the season. Um, just classic teams fighting for a draw, knowing how close their groups are, take a point, and a lot of them have come in like the first two game weeks. So most of them have come like after teams, for example, lost their first game. So yeah, it makes sense. Like you want to get on the board. Or like it's your opening game and you feel like the other team's better than you, you'll take a draw, a nil-nil draw. So it makes sense, but like I'd like the Sharks, mm-hmm. notably Saudis versus Saudi Arabia versus Argentina. Um and listen, I'm just an entertainment man. I'm there to be entertained. <clears throat> I like the storylines, I like the romanticism, I love it all. So I'm enjoying the World Cup at this period. It's just a shame that it's happened like while well, I'm still at uni and I still have bare work, so I, don't, I can't really give 
my focus on it. But yeah, man, it's good seeing the best players on the world world stage and a few under like underrated players or like unknown players. It's your chance to make a name for yourself, isn't it? So take it. I like that. Are there any well, teams you... that well? Are there any teams that have caught your like eye more than I... you? Um. Yeah. I really enjoyed watching Iran. I thought Iran versus Wales that was a great game. Um, I've enjoyed watching Saudis have put up good fight, good spirit. Um, mm. Japanese, I thought, really inspiring um, win against Germany, but then just happened to lose the other day. And I expect as well, but Ghana really frustrating. Like, I just find it frustrating. I just don't I don't see why the IU brothers are still there. Like, no. And then I read the other day that fucking Callum Hudson-Odoi, that guy decided to hold out for an England call-up rather than go to World Cup for Ghana. What? Oh, that, that, that pissed me off. Like, no, it's, just it's, a bit arrogant. Well, it's not, it's not necessarily arrogant. It depends how closely he relates himself to Ghana, first of all. Like, is Ghana for him actually someone that he wants to represent because he feels Ghanaian like to the bone, or is Ghana someone that he would represent because he can't get national football somewhere else? But he's literally had the whole like, like before that he had the whole like celebratory thing that like a lot of African countries do for their players. So that kind of looked like he was swearing his not. I don't want to say swearing his allegiance, but committing himself to to Ghana. So why would you then hold out for an England squad when you've not been near it for the for any for like any of your career? And then if you look at it, like think rationally, you've got Saka, Sterling, Foden, Rashford ahead of you, who are I listen, to be fair, I've not watched them in the Bundesliga. I don't know how I was getting on. But those players are way ahead in the pecking order. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, I think uh, the only thing I can say is it's better than doing a Musa and being a captain of the under-18s and then leaving to go to a different country. Because that's... that I've What? Uh, USA Musa? Yeah. Oh, but he's so good. Right. But yeah, that, that, that wasn't good. Him, Bellingham and Musiala together. He's a he's a serious player. US, do you watch USA versus Wales? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah, they battered them first half. Battered them. Like, the combinations. And even against England, like, I thought they were linking up pretty well. That midfield's so strong, in my opinion. I think it's fair I to really say... Rate, I really rate Adams. I think it's fair to say my prediction of them being unsung was correct. Like... They're a lot better than people have given them credit for. I saw after we no, yeah. yeah, after they played Wales, I saw so many tweets being like, Since when were America good at football and stuff? And I was like, But like if you look at it, it makes sense though. Well, this this is what like, I was saying. The players are it there. Does, it doesn't make sense. The development is there. Like they should be a good team. Sense. People just yeah. people look at them as the team that they've always known. It's like the same way that I know. I I you, I guess you'd look at Belgium and say they're going to be good, 
but they're the same team that we've always known. They're not that. They're not the same team. Sorry, they're not the same team we've always known. They're worse than that now. Like they're older than that. They're off the pace, and they've got less players that are of that caliber than they once did. Lack of harmony as well within the group. Oh, Seen a few reports of um, De Bruyne and someone else not speaking or something, having arguments. Well, Courtois, they haven't spoken for years because of um, De Bruyne's girlfriend cheating on him with Courtois. Yeah, but like there's something else as well. Like I, De Bruyne, I feel like Hazard, maybe. Oh, oh, there was a bust up in training between Hazard and De Bruyne, I think. Yeah, 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 that's what I saw. And Vertonghen. And then Trossard and sign someone as well. I didn't see that, but I saw, did you see De Bruyne called out or said that Belgium are too old to win the World Cup and then... Yeah, Vertonghen, before the tournament and then Vertonghen. Vertonghen said, well, maybe we're just too old to score. Or like, maybe that explains it. We're just too old to score then. And like, that was dig at De Bruyne. Yeah. Um, Harmony, that's not good. And then we've also seen um, Cameroon keeper being sent home as well. Inanna. Yeah. For... Fair, like if you're not going to do what the manager asks you to do, fair enough. But as in, fair enough to get sent. Played a World Cup, though. You should get sent home for this a bit, like arguing and shouting, apparently, at your manager. But this is your best player, really. Like at least one of them. He's he's, yeah. he's, a, he's not your best player. Sorry, that's. But he's a staple of your team, and like. A lot of teams in the top five leagues, for example, would be lucky to have an honor as their keeper. He's a very talented keeper. If you look past that, good keeper. So I had to try that. Well, I want to ask you how you feel, England. Like, do you have any updated hopes for England? Nah. I still see, I still think Southgate taxes. Well, in USA, in the USA game, it was in full force, in my opinion. Um, I just, when I saw Jordan Henderson being brought on, I was just like, why aren't we going for this? Like, like it's clearly not working. Like, you dragged Drew Bellingham off. And, like, you're not, you're just not bringing, like, creative or exciting players on. Well, we brought on Rashford and Grealish. Oh, but, like, no one, no, one no one to create, though, is... There's nothing there. And like our midfield was getting bossed. Like it was getting bossed. I tweeted it when I and I when when it when I saw Henderson on the sideline, I was if he's taking off Bellingham or Henderson, then what's like you're not even trying to get a goal at that point or anything like you're not even trying to play decent football. Henderson loves that um you know, when, like, the ball comes to him and then he just, like... Do you, do you know what I mean? Like, he just... It's like a cross, but it always lands in the keeper's hands. It's so frustrating when he does it. Like, diagonal. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just the first time thing. Like, it diagonal comes in from the right. It's obviously not right diagonal right. enough. Yeah, it's so frustrating. He's awful. Um, but obviously, they play tonight. So, Wednesday. Yeah. No, Tuesday. They play in 50 against minutes. Against Wales. Um, I don't know. I kind of see that as a draw. I don't really know. I think we know. Um, the lineups would be out now, to be fair. I did just try and look it up. I, I couldn't see anything. It's usually an hour before. 
all the time. But I think we could lose because Gareth's resting quite a few players. I've seen reports that Luke Shaw is going to be dropped for Walker and then Kieran Trippier is going to move to the left, which... Oh, it is out. Oh, yep, yep. Here, I see. I see. Pickford, Walker, Shaw, Rice, Stones, Maguire, Henderson, Kane, Rashford, Foden and Bellingham. Oh, he's dropped them out. Oh, he was awful. He should have he should have been the one being dragged. Like I used to rate him as well. I know you did, and I've always despised you for that. Nah, Frank Lampard days, he was different. He's he's always seemed to me as a bit of a nothing. Like I He he goes. He goes. And he's mastered the art of like making it look like it does a lot, but he doesn't do a lot. McTominay. I don't watch enough for him to say, but very similar kind of thing. Um, except McTominay hides from the ball. Mount kind of just does the same. They yeah, they both they both do the thing of offering themselves in a situation where they're never actually going to get the ball, but they make it look like they're like Mount will run in between, but like against mm. centre backs that. But like he'll just pause on their shoulder and not move, make any movement, and make it look like he's, he's making a run and waiting for the ball. But it'll get cut out if it's passed to him. Nah, man, he's he's meaty. Well, he's I, meaty. I do think that the mood in the camp is quite good, though. I think always has been. I know, but I I just think when when I watched the first match. Guy Mowbray, who was commentating, said they do look like it feels almost like they are a team that play regularly together. Like they could almost have been training weeks together. Like because they did, there's the harmony there. And I'm not upping, I think, I think my prediction of them losing to Senegal, um, I think that might change. For as it stands, Senegal. It will be Senegal now. Actually. It will be Senegal, yeah. Uh, if if they top the group tonight, assuming, yeah, I'm assume, I assume we will. I mean, Iran could if we if England to lose. I, yeah, and I'm you lose about America. Huh? I'm quite um, nervous from America's point of view against Iran. I would like them to qualify, you know. Who? But I think like you said in the predictions, I think it is a World Cup too early. Next World Cup at home, mm. I think you could really see them like do all right. There's just a bit of a lack of polish. It's just... Yeah. I think that comes with... Um, I was listening to this thing, like a lot of those teams like from the Americas don't get a chance to play a uh, European opposition too often. So, like, physically, if you look at America, they're very, they're slim team. Like, skin, they're skinny. They're skinny. They're, like, boys. Yeah. Even though a lot of them playing, like, the Prem, they're still, like, very skinny boys. Um, And they don't play against, like, the calibre of, like, European players ever. True. They play, like, um, like the Caribbean islands, for example, like Trinidad and Jamaica, who aren't, obviously, up to the stat standard yet of um European teams so it does make sense so 
until like Canada and like USA, if they really want to progress, I think like play a lot of friendlies against European opposition. Obviously, logistically, that's very difficult, but yeah, I, I think I agree with you. I think, <laughs> sorry, I just looked at my notes and I saw the one thing that I forgot to mention last time talking about how England might do and the people in our group, but England specifically, I might be upgrading my prediction to they might get through the round of 16 and then lose the quarters because I, I reckon we do have what it takes to beat Senegal but Tom I've been Tom, not our Tom or your Tom my Tom um, he your thinks cousin. yeah I wasn't going to say that because what, he, what I'm about to say isn't something I want someone who's related to me to have said but he said that he thinks England will win. Okay, that's silly. He doesn't know Paul. Well, but but right, first first Is he a football fan? Tom is a footballer. He's he's the man that got me into playing six side, actually. Is that just like said out of like just optimism, like England or was he like being serious? Um, well, this is the thing. Tom is first of all the least serious human I've ever met in terms of he he's he's just one he's he's someone that would always put a smile on your face somehow. He, he's just oh, not but he's also um so we I was at his house for the Euros final, my family and his. I've never seen a more patriotic family, especially when it comes to football. So, it, as much as it could have been in jest, he 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 just is that patriotic, based off of what I saw on that day from my uncle and auntie and cousins, which I wasn't expecting that. Whether or not he thinks it will happen, he's going to believe it for the sake of it because it's better to have the faith. Fair Which, enough. I rate that a lot. As Neymar says on that T-shirt, 1% faith. No, 1% chance. 99% faith. Well, see, Tom's just a very positive man. I'm, I'm way too negative. I like that. Glass half full kind of beat. Yeah, I'm I'm too negative for him to be related to me in any way. One of us is probably adopted somewhere. But on on football topics, the last thing I want to quickly mention, I don't even think I told you I wanted to mention this because I forgot it happened, to be honest. Ronaldo has left Man United. Yeah, yeah, he has. Bad um, time. Um, I think he's too busy crying about whether he scored last night or not. Oh, he didn't. That wasn't a goal. That was well, it was a goal, it just wasn't his. I didn't really get to see a re- it looked like he touched it there. But... No, you can watch replay after replay. There's no change in spin in the slightest on that ball. It's insulting though. What? It's Bruno. That's just yeah. rude, isn't it? Like going so... through 
Adidas and stuff like that. I think that's just a bit rude, isn't it? How are you the greatest player in the world by your own words? And you don't have the accountability or accept, you can't accept the fact that you don't score a goal. Like if you've scored all these great goals through your life, that one more might get you one goal closer to a record or extend your record by one goal. But if you're already winning, you should be able to let the people around you like rise up with you, not take something away from them. Yeah. No, that's a good point. Like, I don't I don't know. I didn't I don't know why it's that deep. <laughs> like you've won the game, like surely that's the most important thing. Don't need to keep going on about this mystery goal, like I don't know. He is just stupid. Oh, Bruno. I think he's been playing all right from what I've seen. I've catched, I caught, I've caught like little bits of Portugal games. But, like, from what I've seen, like, he's done all right. And, um, oh, Joe Felix is really frustrating, man. But, I don't know. It's just, uh, it's funny, frustrating. Never goes at his man. I hate, I hate when, like, people wingers don't do that it really really bugs me i get i get like pick and choose your moments but like if you're passing it back all the time it's just pissing me off you would hate to watch sancho play this season i really i don't know what's happened like everyone talks about his poor form in a moment um his poor form is purely we've all seen him take on players both for dortmund england and even united he doesn't do it at all now. Like he, he takes one or two touches, looks at his winger, and then passes it to Luke Shaw, and that's all that he does. Like what Grealish does, what well, what Grealish was doing last season. Yeah, basically. Although Grealish probably oh, yeah. it's like it's like one of the most frustrating things I think for Wigan do. But I've definitely done it before, but like. Just why? Like, I don't know. I think it's a sign of low confidence, I reckon. Oh, yeah. Or like... I don't think Sancho... Because, like, what Greedish said was, like, like, he's just scared to lose the ball because, like, with Pep, you just got to keep the ball all the time, keep recycling kind of thing. And, like, when he says that, that obviously makes sense. But, yeah, I don't know. I just, like, I just feel like you should express yourself in it. Yeah, and I think I think that's why I've been play football. Yeah, and even though like Ten Hag's like a school of Pep, like semi school of Pep kind of person, and they both have similar um, ideologies. Pep's no Ten Hag's got this thing where he does let players express themselves themselves. Like he defended Anthony Spin, for example. Like he said, as long as it serves a purpose, whether it be create a chance or keep the crowd like on side then it serves a purpose and he's easy you can tell by the way he play like we play and what he says about the way we should play he always makes it sound like he's willing to risk giving the ball away to try and make a really good chance and knowing that we'll get the ball back instead of 
So it's a slight, it's a slight, it's one of the differences between him and Pep is they might employ similar styles, but he's happier than Pep is to just risk it to get the big reward at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Um, I just, I'm just thinking like his rise, um, what's his name? Ten Hag's rise. Yeah. It's like very top of being very, very quick. It's been rapid. Yeah. Like he was assistant with Pep at Bayern last like what 2016? 2015, 16. And right. then like he gets the Ajax first team. That's surely got to be be his first big job. That's mad. I don't actually know for sure if it is his first big job, but Ajax and then he's won stuff and then now he's at United, what six years later. That is that's the rise to the top. That's quick, man. Yeah, I think he's 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 done very well for himself, but he was always I think I think it's kind of surprising, but also not. Like like Arteta. It was it was kind of well we it he's part of kind of like Arteta, but almost like Arteta's I don't know Arteta's kind of less of a risk in a way of He's Premier League familiar, whereas you hear of people like Nagelsmann and Flick, for example, for years before they get a big job and being linked to the Premier League is like this groundbreaking manager who could do and Marsh even. Like, I mean, Marsh is now in the Premier League. But it's like these revolutionary managers that people talk about that have the potential to be really, really good. And they very rarely move out of that country. And they very, like, that quickly at least. Or And they very rarely get a top job, especially. Like, they prove themselves in another country's top team. Or they prove themselves in a lower Premier League team. They never really make that step from a not top five league team straight to like who someone who a team that see themselves as the biggest team in the country. Yeah. I think Marsh has done a decent job so far. Um I think yeah. I think he's building a really exciting squad at Leeds. Like I like Aronson particularly. I just think he's techie, like pure entertainer. I like it. Um Obviously, my feelings about Arteta are known. Um, but yeah, nah, it's good. I think, yeah, I really respect it to be fair. Moved to a different country, big league. I think he's still learning his trade kind of thing. Um, still learning about the league, still learning, like the crowds surprise a lot of people. The crowds do surprise people, and the physicality of the league is different to any others because I think over there. I say over there, like in terms of like outside of Europe, technically, it's a I'd say it's a higher standard, but like here physically, it's just the English way in it. Like, yeah, all through growing up, like that's it's learning to use your body kind of stuff. Like, look at Jude Bellingham, just physical, just physical. He's just like I feel like he's a second ball player. Like, always wins the second balls. I think mean, that's important. So yeah. Fair enough. Um, if we can win like an FA Cup or something, and 
like get to Carling Cup. I'm not sure if you're still in the Carling Cup, but like do that. Not get to like just have a good run, like because Arteta won the one. Two, yeah, you are still in the Carling Cup because you beat Aston Villa. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I I remember we lost. It's because it's because we had them two games in a row, and I can't remember which one, one was the one we lost and which one was the one we won. That's the way, like three three nil or three one. Um, you don't need to say it. Like, that's cool. Okay, fine. I get it. <laughs> Stop. Football worm. Um, what was I saying? Yeah, because I, you know, Teto won. Teto won FA Cup in it. First, first season, Community Shield as well. Like, that's the standard we're setting over here. Do you know what I mean? I do I do think they've both come to like basically at this point sleeping giants at the right time. Yeah, I think you guys are a couple seasons behind in your uh what's it project. Yeah. Um and like Blazers are setting up, no? That's what I was gonna say hopefully new owners could actually make that gap smaller. Yeah, and a whole new Hierarchy in terms of yeah. director of football as well and Ooh. stuff like that. Big news on talking about hierarchies of directors. Have you seen the whole of Juventus? Direct yeah. board has resigned. Oh, yeah, it resigned. Like, they probably mean sacked. Mutually. I don't, I don't like resigned. Probably mutually agreement. Yeah, mutually statement sacked. Um, yeah, Neved and Ag- What's his name? I get. I can't even say man's name. I don't know. I just. But I just yeah, saw... they've been debating for a while. Well, I just saw the report. That it's apparently going to be as bad as two thousand and six, and obviously they were done for cheating in two thousand six. Oh and, really? Oh. And match I fixed. Saw that actually. And they were relegated. So. To Serie C. Yeah, I don't. Even if it's the same thing, I don't think that will happen to them again. I think the world is almost, especially in football, the world is too corrupt and there's so much proof now of people who have money just being able to say, like, I don't need to be punished for that kind of thing. That they just it's won't get to hide it anymore. Yeah, like, they'll, they'll either ignore the fact that it even happened or find a way to apologise for it and say we'll be continuing where we are. Wait, what's what's the alleged crime? What, match fixing or something? I don't know. Like, I don't think it's come out yet. It's but, just... Yeah, I did see, I did see like, the Britsia report saying that. So. Well, I, I couldn't tell you, unfortunately. Um, But yeah, they... Get relegated. Wow. Good riddance to Juventus, mate. Should have sold us. The decision has been taken following an investigation into alleged false accounting and communication on behalf of the Serie A heavyweights. That must be like a false accounting to Serie A in terms of like reporting, like under reporting. Well, yeah, it says with the body in charge of supervising activity on the Italian stock market called Consob, 
asking for clarification on the Biancaneri's balance sheet. And the Turin prosecutor is also investigating salary payments that were meant to be deferred during the COVID-19 pandemic. Apparently, Juve did not, are seeking to, authorities are seeking to prove that Juve did not give up four months worth of payments, as was claimed at the time. And that only one month was given up. Basically, they've cooked the books. Minor. If they're anything like Man City, it doesn't matter. Just slap on the wrist, mate. Yeah. But go to the sports arbitrate arbitration court, get the big lawyers in, and you're straight out of there. Yeah, there's like 20 lawyers all in. Yeah. But we do need to unfortunately move because we still despite having a spike of like 300% of growth in views, we do not have any sponsors. <sighs> Spotify really wasting their money on a failing club like Barcelona rather than supporting two young, hungry entrepreneurs. We will see you on the next episode well not next episode next zoom call welcome back you haven't gone anywhere neither have we but let's pretend that we have let's pretend there was a sponsor just then so we feel like we're getting paid um i have a question for you how smart do you think spiders are smart yeah not something I really put much thought into, I can't lie. No, neither. Why? Well, because okay. I've always had the um, perception that spiders are probably quite smart animals. Like, Same. I just think I kind of think a lot of animal, all animals are pretty base level intelligent. Well, I guess they're not you. I said animals, they're probably insects, aren't they? But... Uh, but whatever, I just the way they live life. Like the 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 webs are clever things, really, and oh, spiders, yeah. and the way spiders just shoot out the web anytime they're falling anywhere and somehow catch themselves, and then can climb back up. Mm. They're they're it like it's always made me think they're quite clever, and then what's what what sparked this was. I went into my bathroom last week and there were five spiders in there. Whoa. All spread out in different places with their webs camped out, like created, they're clearly camping out. And it made me think spiders are actually quite stupid. I mean, I know it's approaching winter and my bathroom is the warmest room in the house. But surely after at least a day, maybe a couple of days, you realise there's no food in there? How long were they there? What? Well, they were there for like they they were there for the week. Like what? Until they either some of them died and some of them got chucked out by me. But can't lie. I'm straight on the hose. Just get rid ASAP. <laughs> no, I, I would see. I would never kill a spider. I love spiders. Nah, not kill it. Just give it. Right. Just say it's boss, innit? 
All right, if you think that's okay, if that spider's going down the drain, what do you think is going to happen to that spider? It's just going to go for a little swim. It's going on holiday, mate. Do you know how nah. many spiders you've probably now killed in your life? <laughs> nah, I don't really, not really seen a spider in my bathroom recently. I only like, only like in the corners, never in the bath. But like, yeah, I just give it a little. Little shower, in it? Like, so you do place from crime, buddy. Or do you? Huh? In the, are you? So you're saying you don't kill spiders? The consequences of your actions, do? You? Nah, I don't think. Who can you prove they've died? They've likely died, but, <laughs> but, but it's okay. <laughs> I'm not being to... Don't worry about it. Don't worry. If you're brought in on a hit-and-run charge, which is upgraded to manslaughter, and someone asks you, did you know... Why did you drive away? Did, did you know they died? And you say, well, they probably died, but I didn't... I wouldn't know. Uh, I'm just waiting for the post-mortem, mate. Okay. The post-mortem until I saw... Well, some of them had, like, six legs. Like, I just... Peak. Basically... I just think spiders are actually not as clever as I at least give them credit for. Although I then decided to, as I always do, look this up. And apparently they have really high cognitive ability. And if yeah. I didn't know That's... this, cognitive ability is basically anything that's not automatic. Mm-hmm. Well, like, you know how you automatically do certain things, like fight or flight response is automatic, for example, but spiders are really good at yeah. making decisions that you kind of basically have to think about. Yeah, um, what's it? I I see those videos on Twitter, but like, fascinating <clears throat> something. Mm. And it's like the details of the web, I just think that's sick. Mm. I just think it's yeah. sick. They're annoying for me. Like, that like, line down the centre through all yeah. of them. The creativity is sick. I reckon they are pretty smart. I think I think they're smart. They're just suicidal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, now, you would uh, think after years, decades, actually centuries, uh, even millennia technically at this point, of evolution. I know it doesn't happen like quickly, but you would think spiders from some kind of personal experience in their lives would understand that houses just aren't actually the place as warm as they are and as sheltered as they are. They're just they're just not your safe space. Maybe it's just hereditary. They're addicted to houses. It's important. Maybe it's just a gene within them that's like, we've got to go to. I was going to say your full Abby then, but don't worry, I'm not going to say that anymore. We've got to go to said house that belongs to to Harrison, for example. They're just prone to being house spiders, <laughs> right? Love spiders, me. I completely. Do you ever eat one Hmm? Do you ever eat one as a kid? 
Nah, me neither. Nah, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. Nah, not like... Nah, don't worry. Have you got anything else in the vault for us that you've been, like, waiting your oh. whole life to... Yeah. What? I thought you were eight spiders. What? I think the more common thing that people ate that I still don't understand is worms. That was weird. See, they were never as nice. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. I've not done any of that shit. Where did where did flies rank between worms and spiders? Nah. Moths were the ones, bro. Trust me. Moths. They came with flavor. Mmm. How but... about picking your nose and eating it? Mate, I still do that. I'm on 20. Come on. No, I wasn't checking. But I did see some stat that like the average human eats like six spiders a year or something. Yeah. Supposedly when you wake up with that really dry throat. That's good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I saw. That's what I saw. That's mad, isn't it? But like, I have woken up once and then uh, a spider's been calling on me. Like it was so tapped. Oh. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's so t- that was just scary. I was like, "What?" Yeah. I felt like bare itchy for the rest of the day, just because like <laughs> uneasy, uneasy. Mm. Like, I'm not even scared of spiders, and I hate that. Mm. Nah, it's not a vibe. Would never um, choose it. Completely unrelated topic. I just wanna. I don't know how often. Like, do you run at all, if ever? Nah, I hate running. Okay. So you'll never well, experience runners high, for example. No. Especially if you hate running. Like the only reason I probably love running is because that feeling that you get when you've like had a really, really nice run. Or even if it's just a grind of a run, but the mm. high that you feel that the achievement and everything and that. Yeah, I bet. And <laughs> like people say they hate running. I'm like, no. You know that feeling when you're it feels like you're chest is basically going to explode because you've been working so hard it's lovely and they're like what, what are you going on about like that doesn't sound comfortable I'm like well it's not meant to be comfortable it just feels like look what like, I'm, I'm pushing myself to my limits but yeah that one. something so I follow a lot of what Cody Co does he's one of my favorite at this point I guess he's just an internet personality not even just a YouTuber anymore he just Oh, he prefers the term, I think, executive producer. I don't know. But he has a podcast. He had Danny Gonzalez on, who's an old Vine star, now YouTuber. Um, and they both spoke about, because they both now run, like Cody's training for an Ironman, and Danny does marathons. And they both spoke about something that I've noticed in myself recently. I've not been running for three weeks now, so it's I've kind of got over it. But if you start the pattern of running, you're constantly in a good mood, pretty much. And then your body's almost got used to that new level of dopamine and serotonin and sunshine every morning. And you're just looking after yourself really well and feeling fitter Mm -hmm. and better and happy all the time. And then 
if you miss three, like two runs in a row, or three runs in a row, sometimes even one, but usually two or three, the lack of motivation is, and like the borderline depression and stress that you feel afterwards is like worse than just how you would normally be on an average day like runners low is what i would call it is really like very not very often talked about like i even looked it up to see if i could and see anything there's nothing really that talks about this specific topic i was like mm. like my girlfriend goes through the same thing because we both have similar running timetables um and I've noticed it a lot. She's noticed a lot. As I say, these YouTubers have noticed it in themselves. And it's it's a it's just a really weird thing that people don't really like clearly no one talks about. And I don't know if the links haven't been made. Like people stop running for a couple of days and they feel really shit. And they put it down to something mm. else. But if you ask yourself, did I feel this shit before I started running? The answer is most likely no. So running's like a I drug. Hit. It's like a drug. Could it's... be like a. Um... Sorry. No, no, go ahead. Uh, it could be like athlete syndrome. I don't know. Yeah, it's basically a lot of Olympians get it. Well, it's not really like it, to be honest, to think about it now. But anyway, it's like a lot of Olympians get it. So, like, you train four years obviously to build up waking up like 5am and doing all this all this and then for what like a 11 10 second race and then after you just it's just like you just feel like shit in it just because like it's like a dopamine rush you've used like all of that and then you could get a gold medal but you just look at it and you're like what is that it is that kind of it yeah, like, it's not really similar to it at all. I was just thinking. No, about but that. I've 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 thought about that recently in terms of. So my goal that I've set myself is I want to be able to run a well, not even run, swim and cycle, an Ironman, and obviously I would have to do five k's, ten k's, marathons, ultra marathons, triathlons on the way there to get myself ready for that. But the more I think, like, the biggest hesitation for me is the fact that, well, one of my, one of my family friends, so she's the same age as my parents, but she does marathon after marathon after marathon because it's like a bug. Like, she's just chasing it. It's like, once you start, you can't stop. I don't want to mm. constantly, for, 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 for example, be doing Iron Man's first of all. But secondly, I don't want to have done an iron man and feel like eh, was that it what's your purpose with doing an iron man is it like just get fit or just for like recognition that you've done one it's actually i kind of like, are you doing it for i think my I mate rubbed off on me because my mate called matt just said to me one day 
if you do an Ironman, then no one can ever chat to you. Like, you've done the most physically demanding thing there is. And then I was just like, yeah, makes sense. And then about two weeks later, I wanted to do an Ironman in my head. And I was like, cool. Guess I want to do that. Do you actually do Like, do you properly? Or do you look at, or is it like the accolades you get because of doing it? I, I'm not an accolades-driven person. Like, I, I would like to do it for myself in terms of, I just did that thing and that's really cool, but I don't, it's, it. I would, it's, it's not like I'd want to tell someone, I wouldn't go up to someone or if it, like it would have to be really specific to the conversation in my mind, at least for me to be able to be like, oh yeah, I ran an Ironman. Like, and I destroyed it. I'm not going to, I'm not the type of person to big myself up. Oh, gratuitously, sure. gratuitously. Uh, well saved. Nah, fair enough. Good luck in the Ironman. Like, are you gonna go? When are you gonna go out running again? It's be three weeks. I really don't know. Um, is it just the time? Is that is that what it is? No, it's nothing to do with time. It's actually just. It it, it is the routine. It's the routine. Like once you're out of routine, it's really. Wait, are you okay, buddy? I'm having technical yeah. issues here. Huh? I'm having technical issues here, right? So <laughs> once you're out of the routine, it's it's just really difficult to get back into it. Yeah, I hear that. Especially because I run every other morning on a weekday. So I try to. And so if I've stopped getting out of bed like that, to go outside and run. And I, I've kept that pattern up for a bit. It's really easy to just want to stay in bed every day for like the, that extra 10 minutes. And then if I'm in, it's like, a lot of people are, and I'm very much, a, if, if I'm going to do it, I've got to do it now kind of person. Like yeah, once, yeah. once I've, even accepted the thought of postponing it it's very unlikely to actually happen so if i say oh just 10 more minutes in bed and i'll go if i yeah so if i'm like 10 more minutes in bed and i'll go i'm quite likely to just not go because that 10 min minutes will turn into 20 minutes will turn into half an hour will turn into oh look now it's too windy or raining for me to go or I've got to do this work in about an hour. So if I start running now, I won't be ready to do that work. Like once you start the excuse, the excuse is yeah. just fine. Yeah. Slippery slope. They just start snowballing. Well, yes. Yeah, sorry. sorry. No, you go. Well, on the topic of exercise, I was just going to say, um, this is again really unrelated and it's going to take like one minute of conversation because basically I got some new tennis shoes last week. Us. Huh? Said so you never know with us. No, I don't know what you'll add to this to be honest. I mean, oh. no, because you I can't, you, hear you that. can't, did you hear that? <laughs> <laughs> you can't, you don't have anything to like compare. 
Go on, hit me. Okay. I bought some new tennis shoes last week. Love. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Like, okay, see? I don't. Right. They are fucking amazing. Why? Um, the, the grip that you feel on the court is in slightly... Okay, so I have played tennis on and off my whole life. Never once in my life have I owned tennis shoes. They're just... It's really weird because they feel so heavy because they're proper... They look heavy. They're, re oh, they're really thick because they need to be yeah. like durable because you're wearing them out on the court. But they don't feel it when you're playing. And yeah. I Man. shit you not, I hit four shots in a session that I've never hit in my life before in terms of Balls that I wouldn't have got to if I wasn't wearing tennis shoes, even though when I play in running shoes, I feel like I'm bouncy and I'm quick and I'm everywhere. Like, they just feel like you are. It, it, Is it a light? No. Well, they feel light when you're playing, but they're actually quite heavy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. They feel like. But like... Because they don't look... They look... Massive, like I yeah. just think to Andy Murray's, like, my head goes straight back to Andy Murray's. I'm like, what? Those are the fat. I think there is a big placebo for me, at least. Like, it it just makes you feel better. It makes you feel like you you've got this shit and you're like gonna win. Like, you're, you're just gonna smash your session or game or whatever you're doing. And yeah, that's good. Like, it's, it's just it's just a anyone who plays. <laughs> I, I recommend the investment. Um, mine personally are well, they're Nike shoes. Don't really know what model they're outside right now. Literally on the other side of that door, but I can't go up to get them because. Come on. I, well, I forgot. Okay, I forgot to do the cut last time. Show the people what they want to see. Things are bloody beautiful. Oh, I like that color. Thank you. It's because I play I like those R9 boots. Yeah. I know what you mean. I like that. Yeah. Um, They're cold. They're cold. Well, it's because I used to play on clay a lot. Oh, uh, little Rafa Nadal in our mitts. And we played on clay on holiday and in Croatia. Yeah. Wow. Tennis heritage there. They're, they're, I, like they're, I think there are more tennis courts in Croatia than I really expected, to be honest. They're, they're like, I forget that when I went, they're just everywhere. Like it's, it's, <laughs> there's, there's, there's a football court on it, like a foot, a foot, futsal court on every bloody like corner, pretty much. Like, you go to any village, no matter how big or small, there will be like a hard court football. Hardcore with stands. With that, that's cool. See, I've only ever seen that on um on FIFA. Jane, <laughs> <laughs> I've only seen that on FIFA. On um, what's it? What's that thing called? Where the one oh, I used to uh, smash you out? Huh? Oh, uh, uh, sorry, that game mode oh, this because I, I used to dig. I don't that. recall I you smashing on any part of FIFA. Let's move on, bro. Okay, okay. Um, FIFA and NBA. Any game you can, whoever wants, they can get it, bro. I guess. Listen, ask him. 
<laughs> Say nothing. I think the last. <laughs> I'm not laughing, man. I'm being serious. You have you nearly lost as well. I'm did being serious. You man. did lose, I think. No, I didn't. You lost. No, I didn't. I didn't do. <laughs> right. Okay. Um. Last thing I really wanted to say was I feel like this podcast actually personally helps me quite a lot. Like, uh, yeah, like we've we've got into a rhythm. I would say the last. Well, I you've always been very um bubbly and chatty and just yourself on here, and I've always been quite anxious or whatever I don't know really what but the last few episodes I feel like I've been a lot calmer and a lot more into it and yeah I've noticed that in myself in public quite a lot like uh, the amount of free things I got last week and the week before just by (laughs) no just by being nice to people like it's it's insane I just I just Well, I went into Costa and I spoke to this lady that worked at Costa about her day, basically, like while I was waiting for my coffee. And then I just got given um, two free pieces of chocolate. And I was like, cool. It's nice. But it's it's just the little things because it's like, you know, they make, you know, like you've helped them probably feel a little bit better about their day. And then they end up being nice. But I think it, it just helps in confidence. Like I had an assessment for a job yesterday and to be honest i was shitting myself um both before during and after and i still am but at least when we were in groups for the very least and when i was getting interviewed i was completely calm so Mm -hmm. and that same goes for the interview i had last week same will go for the interview tomorrow like I just don't feel much pressure talking anymore because you know me, I'm not actually one to talk that much when it's like in a group situation. Like I sit back and let other people talk and kind of jab in if I need to, but very rarely. Mm. I'm quite a quiet person normally. If you're one-on-one with me, it's different because it's like I don't mind taking the floor when it's just a straightforward conversation. But basically, thank you for doing this with me, really. It's definitely improving me as a person. What, me? Yeah. Five years in the making, mate. Um, nah, it's good. I love that. I think, I personally think, anyone that puts their posi- themselves in a position where they can get jabbed at, memed, I don't know, criticised in any way, I think, Joe, you know what, respect to you, especially on the internet, like, same like, I just I just like fuck around and do it like it, it shows creativity it shows innovation it shows talent drive commitment confidence yeah. good man yeah it's good listen it's good and yeah people like that always have my respect so listen shout you shout you kudos shout to you yourself. I appreciate you a lot shout me as well um quick word yeah, I love to new people 
and the keys and shit. Like, that's so nice. <laughs> can I can I have a quick right? We need to go. There's an England match start in about one minute. Fuck um, off it. <laughs> if you're from the southeast, this is the best fucking juice company you can ever buy. It's pretty middle class, mate. <laughs> I'm gonna comment on that part of it. It's three no, okay, three pounds for a no, that's not good. Fuck me. Three pounds for that. No, for a litre bottle. That's to say, you skunked. But unlike every other apple juice or juice you'll ever buy, there are no, there's nothing other than apple juice in it. Apart from that, like, it's like sulfur or something. A bit of antioxidant to keep it from going off. Ah, uh, it's one hundred percent fruit juice. I'll try it. Well, I, I work for them at the moment, so. <laughs> wow that's amazing but thank you for watching another episode episode 7 of God's Best Kids podcast yes, thank sir. you to my I guess podcast partner because you're not a co-host you are co-host sounds too small you're just a host you're uh... Yeah, mum, I got a promotion. Oh, you, by the way, I was thinking about this. You're going to be my best man. Ah, oh. ah, oh, thanks. I can't wait. Yeah. Oh, right, I need to, need to plan a speech. Shit. How does I make a speech funny? I don't get how they do that. After oh, I, 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 I had one written for you when I was like 18. Really? In my head, yeah, I was like, I know, I know what I'm gonna say. Nah, bro, you've got to allow it. Like, my parents are gonna be there. Like, that's deep, bro. I could get sent back to Nigeria, like, if they hear anything I've done. No, I'm just gonna cook you. It's fine. Nah, that no, no, that's exactly what I'm saying. Don't. No, but not like that. Not like that. There'll just be a piece of misdirection in there, which will be beautiful. But I'm going to stop throwing up my cards in the air and we're going to go and watch England play Wales and hope that England yeah, don't lose. I'm going to cycle right now. I'm going to cycle to my friend's house to watch it. And yeah, see you guys on Friday. And then we can, you can have all the best reaction to this. Friday? Yeah, well, see you next time, whenever. Wednesday. Well, for them it'll be Wednesday. For us, it'll be Friday. Yeah, yeah. That's on. I meant for like for us. See, okay. I'll see you. Oh, yeah, okay. love. No worry. Yeah, Friday. <laughs> have an affection. Enjoy the match. Have an affection. Shout. Yeah. Shout Saka. You know, Saka to score seventy eighth minute. Put a bit on that. Ten nine. But I don't bet because I'm Catholic. That's not why I don't bet. <laughs> Bye, Slime. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>